Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. I want to love you, Lord I want to wait on you I want to feel your power I want to feel your presence Oh believe in you even though I cannot see sometimes I feel your power I feel angels all around me I am praying praying on my own speaking to you Lord Speaking many words, repeating myself over and over. Oh, God, help me wait on you. What is the best way to pray? What shall I say now? Oh, I need to know what to pray. I'm seeking for the Lord, praying for the Holy Spirit. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of faith, the spirit of holiness. Oh, The spirit of love, the spirit of humility, the spirit of faith, the spirit of understanding. Sometimes I 
what I'm praying for My mind just goes blind Oh, God, help me Help me pray the right prayer Oh, God, help me wait on you What is the best way to pray? to know what to say please help me what shall I ask for oh yeah what is the best way to pray what is the best way what shall I say now Lord I need to know I need to know I need to know what to pray Revelation 
never make it oh, some prayers be a little louder and a little louder and a little louder and a little louder a little louder still because it's time for the word of God tonight I said it's time for you to receive the word of God tonight and the Bible tells us that God sends his word and he sends it for a purpose And his word does not return to him without accomplishing the purpose for which he has sent it. Tonight, the word of God will accomplish God's purpose in your life. I need you to understand that God has a plan for your life tonight. And as his word is coming to you, it is going to accomplish the purpose for which he has sent the word. Well, his present service, I want you to show some excitement tonight. I want you to show some feelings tonight. You can clap your hands. You can shout. You can jump about. Join me and let's welcome to this pulpit the Bishop Edwin 
that make a difference to our lives. What? A school. Do you go to school once a week? What else? Your work. Because that's where you get the money. Because your work changes your life because through your work you are able to rent a bigger apartment. Through your work, you are able to pay for the trotro and even get Uber. Through your work, you can graduate from Gobe to fried rice. (laughs) 
your work do you go there once a week where you work no so I'm very happy you are here on a Saturday evening in fact what you've done is more powerful than going to church on Sunday morning more powerful in this cathedral this Friday we are starting Friday evening first works service it's a totally different group not with you Yours is Saturday. But you can come if you want to come. But that service is different from shine or his presence. Because we have two types of services. We have on-site service and off-site service. On-site service and off-site. So every month we come to church, we have three on-site services and one off-site. Every month we have a church service in the evening, Friday, here. And that is the, and it's down there. You have a hole there. That's the on-site. Then once a month, we have the church service as a crusade somewhere. Off-site. Maybe his presence can also have some offside services. Can we? Yeah. We can plan to have a big crusade somewhere down far. Saturday evening. So we don't come here at all. Is it possible, pastors? We can plan it. A church building is supposed to be a launching pad to reach out. So, we could also have our services and have the crusade. Even on Sunday evening, you don't come here on Sundays. So, Sunday evening, you can have your crusade. But we, the first works, we do one off-site every month. So, from now on, there will be church on Friday evening, Saturday evening, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, and I'm sure there will be a Sunday evening church service.
people need the Lord. And you and I are the ones God is going to use to reach out to them. Lift your hands and let's pray. Father, we pray and we ask that you speak to us. Minister to our hearts. Let us experience your blessing. Let's see your hand. May we never be the same again. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. This evening, I just want for a short time to prepare you for the ultra beautiful service we are going to have here next week Saturday I don't want to give you details but I want you to invite a friend here it's going to be a very powerful and a beautiful service and we are having that service to honor our father. You know, life has many parts. Even in school, how many subjects do you write for BC? Five or nine? Nine. Yeah. Nine. Where's Nicolina? Yeah. How many subjects? Nine. Yes. She's a headmistress. Oh, 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 this is a teenager. <laughs> Don't go near. Even BC. Nine subjects. Because life, you can't say you are educated if you know only maths. You can't. It's not education. Anything that is great has many parts. The greater it is, the more parts there are. Oh, please sit. Thank you. Headmistress. Hedi. And that's what they call it. Hedi. 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 Anything that is great has many parts. And I would like to leave this with you to think about. That how many parts do you have to your own life? How many parts? Some of you girls know only how to dress. You don't even know how to bat. How to bat. Should I stop preaching? We have a great choir in the service. Should they sing for us? Some of these girls, if you marry them, you are going to, they are going to offer you burnt sacrifices. Burnt offerings. As if you are a god. 
One man said, my wife treats me like a God. And the person, ah, a God? Say yes. You are a God? Hey, then you must be enjoying in your marriage. He said, really? She only offers me burnt offerings. <laughs> burnt offerings. Hmm. A woman must be made up of many parts. You know how to sit, even to sit. A woman can't sit and you have just opened everything in town. It's a buyer. Just like that. So look for the Wesley girls. They will show you how to sit some type of sitting. If you are a girl, you should know how to cook. And when I say cook, I don't mean boiling an egg. And some of you too, it's only banku. Only banku and bobitaji. All your life. I mean, how local can you be? Kita school boys. Show you to cook different delicacies. Different, different, different fishes and meats with meons. Assorted meons. I don't know the millions. The, 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 the commonest is the filet a million. But we've got other types. <laughs> okay, Francis. <laughs> I like your happiness. But life is more than banku. Yeah. You, you, you need to know how to drink tea without milk and sugar. Some of you say tea, some bonsoir with milk and sugar. Plenty, and the panel is there. Blodo. Milo, Milo tea. <laughs> Sugar bread. We can't take you anywhere. We can't take you there. Life has different. It's good to know how to eat bangu. I don't know how to eat bangu. But I'm going to learn. Yes, I'm going to learn. I've not eaten eba before. I've not eaten a lot of things. I've not eaten. You know, my diet is more Korean and Chinese and Indian. <laughs> Toulouse, Toulouse, <laughs> French diets. Is it the point I am making? I'm about to say something. Now, any life, some of you young men, your life is only rapping girls. Just rapping girls. You go on rapping competition. How many girls you can win? 
then you have joined the you have joined the area boys and you have used your friend's father's house as a slaughterhouse slaughter abattoir <laughs> slaughterhouse and you are a man even 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 your relationship with girls is just to have to have sex with girls you don't know how to treat a woman like a lady you are a bushman I should stop preaching this evening. I mean, if you are a man, you need to have the skill of how to work. Yes, how to work. You don't sit at home. You are just at home. And your wife is working at social welfare. And when she's coming home, she brings you newspapers. See, now let me tell you what I want to say. Life is not just knowing one thing. There are many parts to life. Now, the same also goes for our Christian lives. There are many parts. Christianity is not only prayer. In fact, there are many things you don't solve by praying. You are wasting your time by praying. Yes. I'm telling you. Jesus Christ is not only power. He's also wisdom. Your Christian life is not only doing outreach. All these are important. But I want to unveil one aspect of your Christian life to you that it should be a part of your life as a Christian. And that is to honor your father and your mother. There are times it's even more powerful. In fact, it will do more for your life than even fasting and praying, which are important. You must fast. You must pray. In fact, you must live a fasted life. But there is something like you tell a lady that among all the things you know to do, there is also something called knowing how to set a table. The different types of cutlery. Different names for different crockery. Not crockery, crockery. That there is, there's a way to eat bread in public. <laughs> yes. There's a way to eat bread. There's a way to eat bread in public. Every, every time you have bread, you must have granite paste. <laughs> you see, if you can sit down, I'll be very happy. Are you a Christian? Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2. 
it says, honor your father and your mother. And it's the first commandment with promise. It's not the greatest commandment. It's the first commandment with a promise attached. All the commandments are just commandments. Do it. No explanation. This is the first one that when God gave that commandment, he added a promise. And what was the promise? Verse 3. That it may be well with thee. Is that not why we have even come to God? Some of us were drunkards. Some of you were on drugs. We smokers. We. We come to Jesus to rebuild our lives. That it will be well with us. And when you come to Jesus, he directs you back to your mother and your father. You know, anybody who jokes with mother-father figures, father-in-law, mother-in-law, father-in-ministry, mother-in-ministry, father-in-Christ, and all this, anybody who jokes with such people doesn't understand how life is lived. Because going to school cannot solve your life's problems for you. Life is more mysterious than having a degree to get a job. As the choir was singing, I was filming them myself. Yes. Because they are girls. I mean, they, 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 cannot, they cannot smile. And, and you may not know what that little ingredient, how it plays out in your life. As I was filming with my see many of them smiling, and some just cannot. And if you go back and trace the smile, you will discover that he or she has dishonored a father or mother, and the punishment is that she shouldn't smile again. So that she doesn't get a good man to marry her. That's all. I'm preaching in English. I'm preaching. That, that your inability to smile well. May be actually an arrangement. To perpetuate a problem. Sorry for the words I'm using. I can show you my video. If I can do screen mirroring. Have it. I'm going to have meetings. I'm, see, life is more complex than having a denim shirt with a white inner. You can even be married. Life is, today. I I preached. I, I officiated a wedding, and the message I preached was how to have a wife. Yes. And I told the husband that. Marrying at a wedding doesn't mean you have a wife. Having a wife 
doesn't mean you have a wife. And I taught them four steps to having a wife. Yes. I said, as you have married now, you may have a wife in six months' time. I said, this is not your wife. Many husbands have got wives who are not their wives. In Liberia, that's where we, we learned that uh, phrase that you gather rings and I gather men. That's the wife is the one wearing the rings. These are the wives. They are the ones with the rings. Then she, you have the man's ring, but she has the man. Yes. Because wearing a ring doesn't mean you are a wife. How to have a wife? You can be married for 10 years and you don't have a wife. Saskatchewan. You can be married for five years and you do not have a husband. Somebody is somewhere enjoying the man fully. As you are walking about like a parrot, as a parrot, a peacock with rings. So, so get it, 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 get it. Life is not a joke. Life is not betting. Life is more complex than just sitting around wearing things and having things and having titles and it's all. Life is deeper. Get deep. Get deep. That it's me. I thought that if I could go to the university and get a degree in administration or human resource, it would be well with me. You can even have money and it's not well with your soul. So among the prayer, outreach, worship, dancing, following up, ushering, playing instruments, there is something that you must do and that is to learn to honor father and mother. It does for you what prayer cannot do. the service. I feel that I'm talking to myself. I feel I'm not relating with you. And tonight we are blessed. We have good choirs. Good singers are here. Okay, the first December they are all here. Should I preach? So this evening, for a few minutes, I want to talk about the, the rewards of honor. You need to know so that you, you, you will not be surprised at life that if you don't honor, some things will not happen to you. And you must not be surprised that some things are not happening to you. John. John. 
Just four verses. In John 11. Verse 1. Now, a certain man was sick. Named Lazarus of Bethany. And that town, Bethany, was the town of Mary and her sister, mother. Verse 2. Now, it was that Mary. It's one of the most powerful sentences in life. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment. It was that Mary. Not this Mary. Not this Mary. But that one, that Mary. Something is about to happen. And it's not just reverend. It's not just reverend. It's not just reverend. It's that reverend. So we may all have titles, but there are differences based on certain things we have chosen to do deliberately. Differences. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair. Whose brother Lazarus was sick? Other Marys might have also had brothers who were sick. But we are talking about the one who poured oil. And used her hair. Verse number three. Glory to God. Therefore, his sisters. I says, Lazarus' sisters. Mary and Martha. Sent to him, Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. Yes. So you may think that love is just love, but there are things people do to earn love. I'm continuing. He whom thou lovest. Love. When we were in school, we were taught two types of quantities. Vector quantities and scalar quantities. Vector quantities have magnitude and direction. Love is a vector quantity. Yes. It has direction. I'm having some beautiful feelings. Do what it takes for people to direct their love towards you. Life is not just being there. Verse 4. And when Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death but for the glory of God so that the son of God might be glorified. Mary and Martha 
are the ultimate examples of those who reap the benefits of Anna. Mary and Martha honored Jesus and they reaped all the rewards of honor. Remember, it was Mary who anointed the Lord. The Lord's feet. He poured oil on the Lord's feet. You have oil. You are frying fish with it. Somebody has oil. She's pouring it. So what you don't know is that life is not just about kinky and fish. That a day will come, there will be sickness in the system. And what you did with the oil is going to determine what happens to your sick life. I said that she is cooking fish, frying fish with her oil. She has chosen to pour her oil. But what I just want you to know is that life is not just about eating and drinking. Part of life is also sickness. And you must prepare for that day. When either you are sick or your brother is sick. Mary and Martha had access to Jesus Christ. Mary and Martha were close to Jesus. Actually, Mary and Martha were not disciples of Jesus. We know that there were 12 disciples. If I say stand up and mention the names of the 12, you will leave the church. Yeah. Mary and Martha are more popular than some disciples. Tell you, but life is complex. Be careful. I'm happy you are hearing what the pastor is saying. Mary and Martha are more known than many of the disciples of Christ. And it's all because of the honor they bestowed on Jesus. What are the rewards? Number one, those who honor experience supernatural powers. Yes. Supernatural power. In the case of Jesus, it was the power oh, I'm preaching a short message, but it's a message. Say supernatural. I can't hear you honestly. I mean, this is a large crowd here. I, I, say supernatural. Supernatural. Yes. Because there are different types of power. There's financial power, intellectual power, political power. There was a party that was fighting to win an election. campaigning and saying bad things about the party in power. You have just come. We've been here for a long time. And one of the prominent women of the party that was in power at a, uh, a crusade, what's the name of the thing called? Rally. Informed the opposition that if they want power, they should drink Guinness. 
they want power, they should go and drink Guinness. I met the woman recently at a wedding. She's now old. I said, wedding, uh, uh, engagement. Because, you see, around that time, there was a Guinness advert. And the key phrase was, Guinness, the power. Guinness, the power. And <laughs> they were looking for political power. But the woman said that this political power, you will never have it. So better go for the other Guinness power if you want power, not this power. I'm saying that there are different types of power. But one powerful type of power is supernatural power. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not only Jesus who has supernatural power. Your mother has supernatural power. Your father has supernatural power. Your pastor has supernatural power. Don't mess. Don't, don't touch some things. Don't touch some things. If you read Genesis... And this is a story of Jacob and Esau going to find something to make steel for their father. I mean, the things Jacob did to prepare the steel. You thought that like the steel was going to earn him bars of gold. I mean, that is, can be the only reason why you will risk your life animals can kill you, you go fight animals to get meat and bring it home and your mother also connives with you and does that thing in a certain way if I actually risked his life that if what's the name of that man Isaac had found him out that he was deceiving him it was, over. It was a do or die and I, I'm surprised that Jacob wasn't risking his life for gold bars or the father's lands and ranches. That all the things he was doing was to get the father to speak some words. Be very careful. Because as the man is sitting there, as your father is at home, wearing pampas with urinary incontinence, he has supernatural power. Your mother, at this age, how much money? You will have to give her money. She has nothing. But she has power. I'm telling you that. Everybody has supernatural power. And be very careful what type of power you trigger in somebody who has been a father to you. You better wake up. Life, like I've already introduced, is very complex. You won't even know what can... You, you, you can wake up tomorrow morning to some news you were not expecting. Who is your father? Anybody who has caused you to exist. You may be, you may be a businessman and I didn't give you any money to do business. Have I given you money to do business? Am I your business partner, sir? No. 
But maybe there's an area of your life I have caused you to remain existent. Maybe it's because of me you even have children. In that little area, be careful to honor me. So that it will be well with you in your business, in your game park course you are doing, and in all the things you are doing. That little honor, ha, Malachi was prophesying. And he said, you call me daddy. You call me father. You have fathered me, and you fathered me. And Malachi the prophet asked them, if I be a father, where is my honor? Not where is my monthly salary? monthly stipend if you, I am your father then where is the honor that proves that I am your father a son honors his father a servant honors his master so if I am a father then where is my honor which means that the, the validity of a father in your life a pastor in your life a father figure in your life you don't owe him houses you don't owe him cars. You don't owe him clothes. You don't owe him a wake. But you owe him honor. Honor him. Just honor. Don't go about giving bad feelings. It will help you. This is Bishop Edwin Ogo preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is the Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. I'm saying this morning, this evening to you, fathers have supernatural power. Your mother at home, she maybe have a stroke. Isaac was blind. A blind man. Weak and old. About to die. You can imagine a man about to die. But his power was in his mouth and that word has what has created Israel right now surrounded by enemies everywhere but they can't conquer them I see you on becoming unconquerable I see you breaking through in your life I see you surviving I see the attacks of the enemy falling off yes. it's a reward Listen down. When we say supernatural power, yes, that's the power that raised. It was, Lazarus was raised from the dead. So Mary and Martha was rewarded to, not to, as Christ was walking up and down. He had the power to raise a human being that was dead from death. And he deployed it in that direction because love is a vector 
quantity. He deployed it in the direction of Martha and Mary. But apart from Jesus saying, your, your mother-in-law, you have a mother-in-law, don't joke with her. Just honor her. On her birthday, just go to her and give her a scarf or some little money in an envelope or a goat. Just take a goat there because it's very likely you yourself are a goat. Sacrifice that goat so that you have your own life back. Living sacrifice. I said your father in ministry, wherever he is, find him. Or even if you won't find him, don't join this woman to discuss him negatively. Don't join her. The second reward. Those who honor receive great miracles. Great miracles. There are certain miracles in my life. I can only attribute it to my father I honor. Because I see those miracles as events beyond my capacity. Tell your neighbor, be careful. The pastor is talking to you. He is now not joking anymore. There are problems everywhere. But Jesus went to the house of Lazarus and Mary. Where he had been received. He used to go there to eat. Where he had been received. He had been loved. And he had been honored. Mary and Martha loved Jesus. I don't know what miracle you are looking for. But it is very likely that it will not come by prayer. The possibility. That the miracle you need. May not come by a prayer over your life is very high. That that miracle may easily be in the hands or in the power of your father or your mother. As a church, we need a miracle. This is Saturday evening. Where in Accra do you have this crowd? On a Saturday evening, I cannot count how many pastors have told me they have started Saturday evenings services and it changed into a prayer meeting. Yes. This what is happening here is a miracle. And we need more miracles. And it won't come by being very organizational. Some of the things is just a miracle that you need. I've lived long enough to see beautiful girls who do have husbands. And taco machines with husbands. Let's go on. Point number three. 
those who honor, say, those who honor will have personal access. Yes. John 11 verse 20. Then mother, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. It is not easy to get close to great people. Imagine how difficult it will be in your lifetime to meet the president of the country. And it's very difficult to have access to a great man of God. You can even shake his hand. You can sit with him. But there's a certain access that's a spiritual. Yes. Hmm. It's not everything we say in the microphone. Mary and Martha could send messages to Jesus. And he would receive them. Yeah. That's how Christ came to Bethany. They sent a WhatsApp to him. Yes. They sent a WhatsApp. And Christ came. Even between where he, between Bethany and where Christ was, there were, Christ bypassed many problems. Yes. Honor important people. Honor your Basenta leader. Yes. Honor your, your, your chapel pastor wearing her crimson yellow. It's canary yellow. It's canary. That was crimson. Some of you honor fools. Demon possessed people are the people you bestow honor. You make them feel important. Some of you honor people who come into your life. They they have come to destroy you. You can't even see that this person is not God's agent. He may even have a title that he's a pastor. And if you are a little intelligent, you will have the ability to see stigmata of demonic activity. Stigmata. But so that the curse can be perpetuated, you will honor people who come into your life to destroy you. He said, Jerusalem, I wanted to gather you as a hen gathers her chicks. But you don't allow me. You rather stoned the prophets. Killed them that were sent to you. Most of us, the people who are a blessing to us are the ones we fight. People who have loved us because of an evil in you which has been stirred up by some circumstances. You begin to hate people who have rather been good to you. And you open your doors 
and some literally their door, sitting room door, they open for wicked men to enter into their lives, masquerading as friends. But life, you know, in Martha's house and Mary's house, it was only food. Always remember, it was fried plantain, it was fried pork chops, it was jollof rice. I'm saying, remember that Mary and Martha, their house, it was a place of food. They never believed that a dead body would be in that house one day. Because life is very complex. I'm speaking mysteries to some of you. I will not bother to explain myself to you. That's why in spite of the Gobe and the Bobitaji and the Akle and the Banku and all that, we also prepare for the day a dead body arises or a dead body is about to come into this household. That if we don't deploy another miracle power, a dead body is about to come here. Listen to this message in 10 years time. You understand? Today I'm assuming that I'm speaking mysteries to you. But 10 years, if you are alive, go for the message and listen to it. That day, when Christ entered, there was no jollof. There is a day you will have the pork chop. There will be no appetite to eat it. Because the, the issue on hand is it's not, it's not Fried rice is you. Yeah. Katasuka tusa 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 tusa. Finally, those who honor will experience close and intimate fellowship. I didn't even know I was coming to teach this. I remember having a chat with someone and telling the person I'm also seeing this that you cannot I would not even say you cannot dishonor you cannot not honor and expect a certain relationship to take your intellect must be low to not honor me and expect me to have a relationship with you. And the Bible says that it is the greater one who blesses the lesser. Unless today you feel that you are greater than me, then that one becomes to have a discussion. That the lesser is blessed by the greater. And that sitting here it's very special to me because this is not your service. This is not your service. You and your husband, this is not your service. Tomorrow is your service. You are powerful tomorrow. But you have won your 31st December to come and sit here. I've noticed it. 
have noticed it. That the one who serves this is, is not here. And when I have five minutes to spare, you expect me to abandon this girl and come to you. You must be out of your mind. I will choose her seven times before I think, think about you. Because there's a type of honor that is just your presence is there. I was on it two days ago with Bishop Dagwood Mills coming here. I don't think he needed to preach. In fact, I don't think he needed to come out of his car. One of the longest messages I've heard him preach. Think that as I'm preaching now, if a text message comes that he's looking for me, I'll hand over the notes to Bishop Kobe and run. I'm saying that don't you see I'm reading those who honor are the ones who experience close and intimate fellowship. Mary and Martha were close and intimate with Jesus. He would solve personal quarrels that they had. Yes. Remember you go and sit there in the house. Uh, Mary is uh, doing what? Who was the one cooking and who was the one? Martha was the one cooking. And Mary was sitting there. And that, that arrangement alone would stir up quarrels. And Jesus would settle the quarrel. He was there in the house. Yes. S- tell my sister to come and also come and cook. And Christ gave her wisdom. Most important people do not eat just anything. Jesus relaxed in Mary and Martha's house. And he relaxed in their company. Most important people are not relaxed everywhere. Most important people do not relax in your company. The Bible actually shows that Jesus relaxed in the house of Mary and Martha. Martha and Mary hosted Jesus Christ in their home. They are known for feeding him. And looking after him personally. It is no wonder. That Jesus chose them. For mighty miracles. The mightiest miracle ever heard of among men. Was done personally for Mary and Martha. Indeed. Mighty miracles are done. For those. Who bestow honor. On God's servant. Even as a pastor, I mean, if I want, if I'm going to Mampong to, have, to go and have a retreat and I want to select some five leaders in the church, I, must, I, I, I will have to choose. 
Yes. And by all means, Florence will be one of them. I'm saying it openly. Because she has honored me with hard work. Hard work. Hard work. You think this just happens? Some of you basenta leaders will not strain a senior to do something. Wickedness. And you want an intimate fellowship with me? No, I'm not looking for money. I'm yet to receive one Ghana city from Florence. One Ghana city. From life is not about money. Were we all not here as workers? Why did, you, did I choose Emilia? Why did I choose Victoria? Why did I choose Divine? Why did I choose Prince? How about you? I've been to the offices of important people. As I've sat there waiting to enter, people come and pass and they enter. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because fellowship with an important person it's not assumed it's not assumed even when Jesus wanted to teach a message to the women who were going to kill the woman, uh, to the men who were going to kill the woman caught in adultery he said the older one should throw the stone first there's always an order even to kill people And some of you, by how you have lived your life. One son went to her mother. And went to kneel down in front of her mother. His mother. And told the mother to bless him the way he has been blessing the other brother. And the mother said, it's not like that. It's not like that. I know them personally. Because people want to behave anyhow and expect a blessing. The blessing of fellowship, the blessing of counsel, the blessing of love, the blessing of involvement, the blessing of even an interest in your life. Affection. His mother said, I gave birth to you. But it is not as simple as speaking. What your brother does for me, I don't receive that from you. As you are sitting here in the evening, evening service, you are wearing sunglasses. Listen to me very carefully. Go home and honor your mother instead of wearing sunglasses. In the evening. Is your mother at home? Go and respect her. Do you quarrel with her? You. Can you stand to your feet?
Ah, uh, there are just some two points left. Let me just give it to you. Stand. Those who honor will experience extra love. Every, I'm telling you, everybody has extra to offer. Oh, I regret. John eleven five. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. That same Jesus who stands in front of chief priests and scribes and it's like he's dumb. He can't speak. Not doing that. As he's standing there. As he's saying, I have to go. He may easily go home at three o'clock. Because everybody has extra time. Extra love. But he may not want to direct it to you. Yes. I've been with, in meetings with senior pastors who will say the meeting is over and between the time the meeting ends and the time the pastor goes to his car it's about two hours yes you'll be surprised that the person doesn't have time but he has got time for something else one day my son was not well we were at 37 hospital. He was dying there. Who should I see there? Within hours, Bishop Dagwood Mills came to 37 hospital. He had time. He had time to drive from wherever. Even where he was, he was in a meeting and said, it's over, the meeting is over. He needs to go. So you may think he's going home, but he's not going home. He's going to spend time with somebody who honors him. Because everybody, every husband, every wife has extra love. And those who, who honor will receive more honor. Oh, oh yes yes bishop said he went to a senior man of god's house on his birthday on his birthday and went to honor him and the man of god was seeing him off to his car and he told him uh, when he waved he said as you've come to honor me may you also as he said as you've come to celebrate me may you also be celebrated yes mark 14 verse 9 mark 14 verse 9 Verily, verily, I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she has done, this is talking about Mary, shall be spoken of for her memorial. As she has come to pour oil on me, I'm now announcing that. And it is, it is 2,000 years old. I'm in OEB. And we are honoring the memory of Martha because if you honor someone you will also be honored 
if you do not honor, even your son one day will slap you. You wait and see. And finally, those who honor. And it's true, isn't it? That, that we are, look at the verse again. Wherever this gospel, so this is about preaching. You ask yourself, when was the last time you heard a pastor preaching about Nathaniel? Has, has anybody heard a message about Nathaniel? No. Bartholomew? No. But we are talking about matter. So forget about titles and do what is right. Do, you may not be the firstborn, you may be the last girl, but honor your father, even when he's wearing pampas. You'll be remembered. And those who honor will receive divine protection. Look at verse 6 of Mark 14. And Jesus said, Let her alone. Why trouble ye her? Don't disturb her. Jesus blocked harassment and talkings. When she came to Paul, the likes of Judas, always there are people who, no matter what great thing is happening, they will only view it negatively based on what their perspective is. And Christ blocked their dirty mouths. Shut up! What she has done is a good work. What you are rather doing is an evil work. Shut up. Those who honor receive divine protection. Jesus defended Mary when everyone attacked her. She was criticized by the people around. She was viewed with suspicion. Her motives were questioned. Does she want to sleep with the pastor? How can a woman come to massage the feet of a pastor? Why is she getting close to Jesus? What does she really want from him? And I'm sure Jesus' personal assistant is said that she's weaving her way to remove me and take my place as a peer. But Jesus defended Mary. Everybody notices honor. Everybody notices honor. And the spirits of fathers notice dishonor. Yes. So be careful. People you honor always look kindly on you. Your boss is likely to overlook your mistakes when he sees and senses admiration and honor that you have for him. The people you honor always look kindly on you. The people you honor, the person you honor with your time. Yes. I've noticed it, that you have lost weight. Yes. I've noticed you too, you have lost weight. Small art of shepherding. You have lost weight. Yes. 
I see it as an honor you've bestowed on me. And expects to be honored. Small art of shepherding, you have lost weight. Can you lift your two hands and pray for the grace to honor? Everybody will have a chance. Some will squat and defecate on the opportunity to honor. Molakata, Stuliba, Krukagasa. Lift your hands and pray. I don't know who raised you. I don't know who brought you up. But all of us are from different backgrounds. But in the church, we are learning the virtue of honor. The virtue of honor. Lift your hands and pray. That you will learn when an opportunity to honor comes your way do not do not miss that opportunity every lifting every lifting pray Malabasata Maria Koka Stunamaha Rikeko Madina Labahota Mustalunama Agrenga Sutala Rama Adaba Everybody You will have a chance To honor a mother To honor a father To honor a pastor To encourage somebody Who is at the war front He is fighting And that's when you choose to fight The person who is fighting Mayaboba Midnalo because of your whims and caprices. Lift your hands and pray. Don't expect a WhatsApp from your mother when you send their money for toilet roll. Just do what you have to do. Drop your whims. Don't complain that she doesn't come to visit you at school. We have been in school for seven years. Nobody came to visit us. But we still honor. We still honor. You don't honor a parent because the parent behaves well. Honor is not a cookie. You use to induce a parent to behave well. Any parent. Any parent. Malaga. You know, Sometimes I get to tell other services some things and I don't get to tell you. But once in a hundred million opportunities, I get the chance to remember. Last week Sunday, I told your brothers and sisters something and I want to tell you. Because I read Ephesians 6 and the Lord spoke to me to tell them. He said, honor your father and your mother. I told them last Sunday that sometimes your father or your mother can even become a friend to you. Like your mother, you are so close that she's your friend. Learn to see that she's your mother through the maze of friendship. Through the haze, the haze and the mist of friendship. 
And I said that even if your father is an enemy now, honor him as a father first before we discuss the hatred. Because the next verse, Ephesians 6, verse 4, the next verse is saying something that we don't normally talk about. And fathers, provoke not your children. So your father can provoke you. But it must not, the provocation must not obliterate the fatherhood. I don't think you understand English. I told them, I said, even if your mother is your enemy, honor her first. And then you discuss the hatred. Don't sit at home when your mother is celebrating her birthday because she's now your enemy. Go and honor her so that it will be well with you. In other words, as we live, parents fathers and mothers, the relationship changes to friendships, enemies. Many of you look like your mother so much that people say you are your mother's sister. But it must not induce madness in you. Don't be mad. She may be your sister. Look like your sister. But put it in your head. You see, Christ told the disciples that from now on, I don't call you servants anymore. I'm going to call you friends. But he told them, even if you are my friend, you, you are my friend if you do what I command you. Which means that you are still in the context of friendship. You are still my servant and my slave. And then if you go down, he tells them in that same John 16, he said, remember I told you. Remember I told you, John 15. When you go out and they persecute you, remember that they persecuted me. And also remember what I told you that a servant is not greater than his master. Because see, this was after he had told them. That I call you not servants, but friends. Find that scripture, John 15, where he's saying that, yes, 15 15. I call you not servants. And I told them, and I think I told you also that even if your father calls you his friend, don't call your father your friend. So you get me? If your father at home says that Yao Kwachi is now my friend, you should not describe your father as your friend. A father is a father. In the same way, even if he's an enemy to you, for whatever it goes, fathers can provoke. But you must be careful not to obliterate. Be careful not to remove don't take away the fact that he's your father. Unless you're not interested in a good life. 
call you no servant. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I call you friends. Not knowing that as he's calling them friends, he still has in his head that these are my slaves. So in verse 20 of the same John 15, he tells them in verse 20, that their computer, they will say it has frozen, but it's okay. In verse 20, you will see that he's saying to them that if they persecute you, remember that they persecuted me. And remember that the servant is not. Remember the word. Say remember. So, so even if he tells you that you are his friend, remember. Don't forget that you are still a slave. Always remember that a mother is a mother. So say, remember the word I said to you earlier on. That the servant is not greater than his Lord. Which means that you are still viewed. And they call you my friend. But it doesn't change the fact that you are a son to me. Once you forget the father dimension, because you are now richer, you now have a big company, you now have warehouses, now you travel to Germany and come back twice a day. Do all! I remember my father. I remember just one thing. I, I, I didn't live long to see him much. But I remember one day we were in the house. My father was a wealthy man. Medical doctor surgeon. Wealthy man. We are at home. And he received a phone call from his father. He's lived in secondary. He said, Atu, my fantasy. My Fanta is finished. My father put us in his car. He used to drive like this. He drove from Takrade with us to his father. Old man. When he went, my father, my grandfather pointed. He said, go inside there. The crate is inside there. My father, grown up. He went into the crate. went down, went to town to look for Fanta and brought it when he brought it, put it somewhere with all his glasses he was reading a father is a father you may be rich today but he's your father so remember what I told you to lift your hands or you've lost so much weight you can't raise your hands lift your hands and pray for God to help you to honor with your look, say you don't need to go to the university just honor your father it will be well with you lift your hands and pray the grace to honor the grace to honor the grace to honor 
the grace to honor the grace to honor the grace to honor the grace to honor the grace to honor father we thank you for the grace to honor 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 every eye closed please and every head bowed I want to pray for you right now if you are here and you are not born again I want to ask that Jesus will enter your life and enter your heart maybe somebody called you your sister invited you I don't know who you are and where you are but you are saying pastor I want to be born again pastor I want to give my life to Jesus wherever you are if you are here every head bowed everyone standing and every head bowed I want to say pastor pray for me I want to be born again if you want me to pray for you to be born again just lift your hand I will pray with you Jesus will enter your life Jesus will come and change you and love you and warm your life and guide you to a great place you want to be born again lift your hands I want to pray for you right now you want to say pastor pray. lift it high lift it high pastor pray for me I want to be born again I want to be born again I want to know Jesus as my Lord and as my personal Savior Father we thank you Father we bless you we say let your will always be done in Jesus name Amen take your communion to bring your oil or to Sunday lift your bread the bread anyone here who is weak physically weak emotionally weak morally weak you are looking for strength the Bible says and bread to give you strength lift up your bread because it's the body of Jesus and say after me as I eat this bread I can hear you say as I eat this bread I receive strength new strength strength to fight strength to build Trying to go on. Say, I declare. I am not weak. I am not weak. By this bread. The body of Christ. I am strong. I am strong. I am strong. Oh Jesus. Today. I hand over my life to you. Please receive me. Please receive me. Please receive me. 
bless my life bless my life bless my life with strength as I eat this bread the body of Christ the body of Christ let's eat it the communion as an antidepressant anybody here suffering from depression Psalm 104 verse 15 says wine that makes the heart glad It gladdens the heart of man. Whatever problem is weighing your soul down. As we drink this wine, that problem, it may still be there, but its power over your soul is broken. I declare joy enters your life. I declare gladness in your heart. Wine makes glad the heart of man in the area you are wondering will I ever make it is it over with me is it over for me will I make it in this area will I ever be great wine makes the heart glad there are three gifts of God the bread the oil and the wine and wine is to make our hearts glad you cannot drink this and live here depressed whatever spirit of depression is possessing your soul as you drink this I bind that spirit I block that spirit and I declare joy in your Christian life joy in your walk with God joy in your personal walk joy in your education joy in your ministry joy in your calling joy in your house joy in your office by reason of this wine wine makes the heart glad Say the blood of Jesus. Say the blood of Jesus. For joy. Say this is my antidepressant. From today. I will serve with joy. I will live with joy. I will enjoy my life. The blood of Jesus. Let's drink it.
lift your two hands I believe that something has happened today's communion is for change another week of change and what change is taking place now hopelessness to hope depression to joy some of you are in situations you can't see how the things will turn around but I'm here to inform you that the Egyptians you see today there is a power at work somebody here that's a financial miracle in this era of famine yes I said in this era of famine Malula Baba Yatuna Mazakataba Rabata. Can you lift your hands now? Lift your hands now and receive the blessing of change. Yes, change from sorrow to joy. Anything that makes you unhappy, its power is being broken now. Anything that possesses your soul and makes you walk in depression, makes you walk in a sense of worthlessness. Today, by this communion. Because the wine makes you glad. I now oversee your transition from depression to joy. I said from depression to joy. From depression to joy. Receive joy. Receive joy. Receive joy. joy. And I'm not blessing you. Whatever you are doing in life that doesn't have results. You are beginning to have results now. Clap your hands. You are beginning to see results. You are beginning to see results. Lift your hands again. I'm ministering to you now. Hope. Because the Bible says the bread it strengthens man's hearts. Hearts. Anybody with a weak heart. Anybody whose heart is frail and feeble, the bread strengthens your heart. Receive strength. Some of you need strength to say yes. Receive strength to say yes. Some of you need strength to say no. Receive strength to say no. Some of you need strength to climb. Receive strength to climb whatever your heart has been unable to accommodate I am now granting you strength in your heart the boldness to advance the boldness to continue receive that blessing now and where the doors were shut alabahata change change is coming I am commanding change something that has been will be no more by my word I declare that especially situations of hopelessness accommodation academic life relationship when at my age will somebody marry me lift your two hands it's a change you climb this hill and God has anointed me I am causing a change in your life. What was difficult 
shall be easy from the, from tonight as you descend this hill you are descending this hill to enjoy ease of victory ease of exploits ease of greatness those of you online and those of you here any area of your life where you are struggling by my words by my words by my word God brought me here I didn't bring myself here he put me here and he put me here to confront your enemies to confront the ones intending to harass your life those responsible for the stagnation of your life I declare in the name of Jesus an end an end to hopelessness an end to weakness an end to sorrow an end to depression an end to the enemy's rule somebody here you are believing God to make it into the university right now as I speak it looks like it's not going to be possible but I am now announcing that your letter is coming I said your letter is coming I said your letter is coming there's somebody here who must pay for something it looks to me like an academic program I'm not too sure but it's not paying for shoes or shirts a program you need money to activate and that money you don't have it now but God is sending somebody I said God is sending somebody it was an angel who appeared to Elijah and said sit up and eat and drink and that food gave him strength for 40 days receive an angel to meet your need receive a helper to meet your need may they appear from the east and the south and the west and the north in your work, in your school in your marriage, in your business, in your life whatever you need I'm declaring now the answers are coming to the glory of God the Father God the Son and God the Holy Spirit clap your hands now keep clapping your hands trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo on Facebook Live Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.